0: For some reason, I've had a page bookmark in my web browser for well over a year. It's a digital copy of a 1953 issue of Galaxy magazine. It was one of those magazines that collected and published science fiction stories from way back when people actually read magazines. Now on page 138, there's a story called Soldier Boy by Michael Shara, and it opens with a quote that has been ringing in my ears lately. It is one thing to laugh at a man when his job is useless and outdated. Another to depend on him when it suddenly isn't. Hi there, and welcome to The Everyday Marksman, a podcast where it's all about preaching tactical skills for a more adventurous life. I'm your host, Matt Robertson, and this is episode number 41. Our website is everydaymarksman.co and there you're going to find today's show notes as well as all of our other articles podcast episodes social media support page and as always our awesome community now back to the quote from this short story and why i think it's been bouncing around in my memory i don't have to tell you that this year has been a bit of a mess between total lifestyle shifts of a pandemic ammo shortages, civil unrest, and many more curveballs, we're all struggling. And I've had to take a couple breaks this year due to my own burnout, and then again due to a loss in the family. And now, as of this recording, we're three weeks past a presidential election fraught with controversy, and we still don't know who actually won. Now, I'm not here to talk politics with you per se, But I know there are a lot of gun owners, both longstanding enthusiasts like me and brand new folks who are just coming in now and everybody is feeling some trepidation. And if you've been at this for a while like me, then you have been through this kind of thing before, both in 2008 before Obama was elected, 2012 when he was re-elected, and then we had Sandy Hook happen and the panic of 2013, and then again in 2016 when everyone thought Hillary Clinton was going to win the presidency. This time feels a bit different though. Unlike before, We're staring down the prospect of a new president who explicitly ran with a strict gun control plank as part of his platform. And right now, he has the political capital to do something about it, given the politics as team sports things of our culture going on right now. So where does this leave you and I? Now, you may not want to hear this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Take A breath. You cannot control what happens next. So for the sake of your own mental well-being, focus on the things that you can control. Now I'm not saying don't be politically engaged in the process, but don't neglect what's important. So what do I think we should all be focusing on instead? Well, it's about going back to basics. The fundamentals never die. And that brings me back to the quote that's been bouncing away in my mind. It's one thing to laugh at a man when his job is useless and outdated. Another to depend on him when it suddenly isn't. The story itself, it takes place in some far off space colony where soldiers are not very well respected. They're seen as bygones of an era past, just like an armed civilian who is taking responsibility for himself and his community and his family. And then in the story, they are attacked by a race of aliens, surprise, surprise, 1953. And these aliens sound an awful lot like communists, also surprise, surprise. Uh, But then suddenly the soldiers are more valuable. And I want to come back and say that fundamentals never die, because even if people don't appreciate them now, they are always relevant. So what do I count as the fundamentals? What am I trying to tell you to focus on right now? I'm going to give you five Things. Number one, focus on your marksmanship and your skill at arms. Number two, focus on your physical fitness and health. Number three, your mental fitness and resilience. Number four is your economic stability. And number five is your tribe. So let's talk about each of these in a bit more detail. So let's start. With the rifle, the the fundamentals of what we do here at The Everyday Marksman. Now, I've often heard it said over and over again that the tool is less important than the tactics. In fact, in the very first podcast interview I ever did, John Simpson made the point to say over and over again, and I've quoted it many, many times, that the man who trains with a stick will defeat the man who plays with a sword. Now, regardless of what happens, if anything, over the next several years with AR-15s, the rifle is the tool. The real weapon is the person wielding it. Now, I'm not going to deny that there's, there's an, a lot of benefit in a fighting situation to a semi-automatic rifle. It's a lot of capability over something like a bolt action or, or a lever action or something like that. But what I am talking about here is not just the rifle, it's the skill that goes into using that rifle to its maximum capability, the raw fundamentals of marksmanship, of hitting what you are aiming at out to whatever the distances that, that rifle can hit, as well as the intelligent tactics to shoot, move, communicate, and employ that weapon both on your own or as part of a team. Now, even with the ammunition shortage that we're all facing right now, we can still get in solid, fundamental practice sessions of these things, of shoot, move, communicate, of marksmanship. In fact, I recently had a post on the blog posting up a really nice 10-foot scaled target to practice out to 400 yards. Dry fire is really your frontier, but I don't want to shortchange the whole skill at arms concept too. It's not just about shooting. A lot of the things that we write about here at The Everyday Marksman are outside the realm of shooting. Think about outdoor skills. Shooting is fun. It's the easier thing to do than going out and learning how to build a fire from scratch, learning how to build a shelter, learning how to survive. All of these things help build confidence and your abilities so that when good times or bad times come in the future, you are prepared. Now, if the weapon is really the person, then it makes sense to ensure that the person themselves is operating as well as they possibly can be. Now, if you've been with me for a while, then you've heard me beat this drum over and over again. Too many of us neglect our physical capabilities in favor of buying more gear. I think there's this pervasive idea of the porch sniper— whereby some random dude with a deer rifle is going to defend his home or his neighborhood by adopting a fixed position and shooting it out from 400 yards. Well, look, let's be honest, history doesn't look too fondly upon tactics like that. It may work, so long as a, as a single guy up against one or two folks who weren't very good at sneaking around and gathering intelligence beforehand, and this all assumes that our poor sniper is actually awake when the bad guys show up, which is probably not going to be likely. But let's, let's back up from the whole community defense angle for a moment and just talk about deterrence and emergencies. Being physically fit and healthy directly correlates to a higher probability of survival in an emergency. Whether it's getting in a car crash, getting shot, or coming down with a disease, your physical strength is your proverbial life bar from a video game. Now, being physically strong also provides a deterrent effect against others. Now, my background is in nuclear deterrence at the geopolitical level. One of the big things in there is is showing that you've got both the capability and the will to defend yourself. So when I'm talking about strength, what I'm talking about is predators who would seek to do you harm are more likely to hold back if they think there's a significant chance that they are going to lose. Being frail, sickly, out of shape, or anything other than appearing capable and full of vigor works against you. Now, in an actual emergency, being strong means you can more easily get off the X. It means being able to get out on foot, carrying an appropriate amount of gear and keep a solid pace. It means being able to grab and carry a family member to get them to safety. Never underestimate the value of, Of strength. It is something all of us should be pursuing our entire lives. And I I know, especially this last nine months under COVID, this has been hard. My gym has been closed. I have been trying to do home workouts the best I can, and the motivation is lagging. But I'm telling you, this is something that's within your control. Find a way, go ruck, get a sandbag, buy a dumbbell, Pour a slab of concrete and pick it up and down. Do something to challenge your body. Build strength. Now, along with physical strength, we have to talk about mental health and mental strength. I've been around a lot of mentally unhealthy people in my life, and and I'm not shy about sharing my own personal struggles when the time is right. Now, just the other day, I was talking with someone about what he sees as a fragile population. People are more and more losing the ability to tolerate adversity and failure. Now, many of us love to joke about kids these days and their participation trophies, or how they don't know how to lose. But the problem really is pervasive. It's not just kids. It's an entire generation or multiple generations. And it's not just about failure. But even being able to maintain a rational state of mind while having a heated discussion is a problem. It's not about retreating into a bubble at the first sign of discomfort. It's about understanding and accepting that there will be conflict and being okay with that because you have the confidence in yourself and your resilience to deal with it. This is about adopting a mindset that, as Mike Moore put it, you have to have an enhanced will to survive. You need to have a positive attitude. You're going to make it. No matter what, you are going to walk out of there if for no other reason than to piss off the mortgage company. If only to piss off the mortgage company. So how do you build resilience? Well, the next two items in our fundamentals list, the economic stability and tribe will definitely help with that. But keep this in mind. You have to challenge yourself. You must be willing to test your capabilities and expand your comfort zone bit by bit. Yes, this means you are going to fail. You will probably fail a lot. That's fine. Failure is nothing more than an indicator of where you need to put in work. But test yourself, you must, because the alternative is a life of mediocrity, doubt, and anxiety. And one of the easiest places to start testing yourself is in the gym. Go back to point number two, physical strength matters. And people who are physically stronger have a healthier mindset. Now, I mentioned the other two, economic stability and tribe. Let's talk about economic stability. There's really two parts to it. The first is your actual financial situation, your fiscal health, if you will. How much unnecessary debt are you carrying? How deep is your cash reserve in the event of an emergency? Look, I am not a financial guy, so bear with me here. But life appears a whole lot less stressful when you know that you'll still be able to house and feed your family for six months to a year should your paycheck stop coming. That's the advice echoed by pretty much every financial advisor I've ever read or listened to. And I know that seems like a tall ask, especially for someone belonging to the 40% of Americans who would not be able to cover some random $400 expense. Now, that number comes from a 2018 study by the Federal Reserve, and I don't imagine COVID has helped anything this year. How can that be? Well, it's debt. When you carry debt, then you are putting yourself at the mercy of a banking and financial system that does not have your best interests in mind. So get out of debt there's no way around it. In the long run, you will be far better off not whipping out that credit card for a hot new pair of nods than otherwise. Now, I'm going to get off that soapbox. Giving financial advice is not my thing, and there are a lot of other places and websites that you can go get that from. But part two of this economics ability is what I call economic viability. As the quote I opened with alludes to, There are a lot of jobs and skills out there that a lot of people in modern society might look down upon or laugh at. But these skills and jobs become extremely important when the chips are down. So what does that mean for you? Well, take the time this year, or (laughs) make it a hobby, but start learning a skill that becomes indispensable in bad times. Maybe it's crafting something with your hands. Maybe it's growing something for food. Or perhaps it's some unique insight into the world that you can bring. Or even at a simple level, because we all like the Pew Pew Life, maybe it's about knowing how to provide security for a community. Whatever it is, develop it and become indispensable. That is economic viability. And that gets us to the tribe. As I was working on this episode, trying to think of what I wanted to say for each each part, this portion is probably the most difficult part. Everything I have talked about so far is something that you can do, you can control on your own. You can dry fire, practice marksmanship at the range by yourself. You can wander off into the woods and practice survival skills and bushcraft and, and go rocking alone. You can work out, gain strength. It's a solitary activity. You can work on your mindset and improve your economic prospects dealing only with nobody, unless you have to run a business, in which case, okay, you got to deal with some people. But what I'm getting at is that we, as human beings, are not solitary creatures. Our minds, our souls crave connection to others, and we must honor that. So listen carefully when I say that finding networking with, and building a close-knit group of people is the single most important thing that you're going to need to do in the coming months and years if you haven't been doing it already. You're not going to make it alone. You need other people to lean on. You need to be there for others to lean on you. Otherwise, whatever's coming, you're not going to make it. Nobody is going to make it. And if you're really worried about the way things have been looking in the country with the protests and the riots and everything that has gone on, realize that part of the reason they have been so successful is because they have grown a tribe around it. And then what have we done? We've been posting memes on the internet. We've been commiserating in our closed chat groups, complaining about the way things are going. But what do we actually doing together. I know. Hypocrite. I'm not doing much either. I've been quarantined just like everybody else. And I've got a small group of people that I like to talk to on a regular basis. You guys are awesome in the Discord channel. I've got some people locally who I like to talk to and shoot with when I can. But I'll admit that I don't have a, a tribe. Would love to build one. It's something I need to do. But this is something we all Need to do together. So that's it. That's my message today. Those are five points that during all of this lockdown, during all this madness that is coming, these are the fundamentals that we can work on. You can work on your marksmanship, your skill at arms, and your personal skills. You can work on your physical and your mental health. You can work on your economic fitness to make sure you are in a healthy position should things go sideways and you're not in a mountain of debt and you know how to take care of yourself and you've got marketable skills and we need to work on building a tribe. These are the things that we can control in our world. Too many of us are obsessed with the things that we cannot control. They are outside of our sphere of influence that's happening across the country, across the world, in a city, on a capital that we have no influence on. And worrying about those things is sapping us of our own energy and our own power to control our world. So that's it. That is my message today. I apologize for being away from the podcast for so long. I enjoyed getting back on the microphone. Ah, Tell me what you think. Come on by the website, everydaymarksman.co. Find today's show notes, drop a comment, tell me what you think, and see if maybe you can find somebody else to network with, to join a tribe. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.